Volume 14, the first talk on Parshas Re'eh, is a classic Rashi Sicha, where the Rebbe addresses, analyzes a, uh, a Rashi, the details, the specifics that Rashi discusses, asks several questions, and uh, gives an explanation, finds a way to, uh, to, to understand all of the different details that seem at first hard in the Rashi. The verse says, Rakhazek, strengthen yourself, levilti achel adam, to avoid eating blood, ki hadam hua nefesh, because blood is the spirit. So Rashi quotes the beginning of the verse, strengthen yourselves not to eat blood, and says from the fact that it says strengthen yourselves, this teaches you that they were immersed in blood to eat it. That's why the verse has to say, strengthen yourself. Divri Rabbi Yehuda, that's the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Shemim ben Azai says, the verse is coming to warn you to teach you how much you have to strengthen yourself in the fulfillment of mitzvahs, if blood, which is easy to guard yourself from, because nobody desires it, nonetheless, the Torah has to strengthen yourself in warning you about it, how much more so in other mitzvot, in other instructions. The question Rashi seems to be addressing is the word chazek. Why does it have to say strengthen yourself? That's unusual. It doesn't say it by other mitzvot in the Torah. But the Rebbe asked several questions. First of all, Whenever Rashi brings two explanations in something, it means that there is a question in each, which is why neither one fully explains the simple meaning of the text, and you're, you need both, but the order is also significant. There must be a, a, a stronger question about the second one than the first, which is why he brings the first one, the better one, but because there's also a question, he also brings the second, and, 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 uh, and, and on that one, there's an even harder question. What's the questions in the in these two explanations? Also, Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon ben Azai here seem to be arguing about facts. Were the Jews into blood, or does, does nobody desire blood? Which one is it? It seems to be an argument about a reality. Is it possible or is it not possible? Usually an argument is about logic, it's about an application, not an argument about the reality. Thirdly, Rav Shimon Menazeh says nobody desires it. You, you would think he would say nobody's into it. Like, Rash, like Rabbi Yehuda said, Shnufin Badam. They were immersed in blood. He doesn't use the same language. He changes the language. Furthermore, later it says that in the next Rashi, that go and see, a, a few Rashis later says, go and see how great is the reward of mitzvahs, that if you get such a reward for, for avoiding blood, that a person is naturally disgusted by. Now that doesn't seem to fit definitely not with Rabbi Yehuda who says they were into blood, immersed in eating blood and it doesn't fit with Rabbi Shimon ben Azai either who says a person doesn't desire blood but doesn't say that a person's disgusted by it. Also Rashi generally only tells us who says a particular statement if somehow that adds to our understanding of the statement itself. What is added to here by saying that these are the opinions of Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon Menazai rather than just offering it as two interpretations? Especially since there is a version of the Sifri of the Midrash that Rashi is quoting that quotes it in somebody else's name, in Ram Gamliel's name. So if he just said it anonymously, that would fit according to everybody. Why does he choose to tell us the names of who said these two opinions? Rashi is quoting a Sifri, but in that also, the Rebbe has several questions, because the Sifri says a slightly differently. He says they were, that Rabbi, in Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, says that they were immersed in eating blood before the giving of the Torah. Rashi leaves out the words before the giving of the Torah. Now, 
this this instruction here, Moshe is talking to the people, 39 years after the giving of the Torah. By leaving out those words, Rashi is changing arguing with the simple meaning of the Safri statement, the Safri is implying that Rabbi Yudah is saying they were into eating blood until the giving of the Torah, and then they stopped. Rashi is saying now, 39 years later, they were, despite them, their having been warned several times not to eat blood, they're still into eating blood. Also, Rashi says, from the fact that it says strengthen, from here you learn, Rabbi Yehuda says, that it must mean they were into eating blood, and that's why it had to say strengthen yourself. That's seemingly unnecessary words, different than what the Sifri said, adding to what the Sifri said. Furthermore, the Sifri doesn't use the words about Rabbi Shimon ben Azai that nobody desires it. Rashi adds those words. So why does Rashi keep changing from the language used by the source that he's quoting from? And even if you'll say, says the Rabbi, that Rashi had a different version of the Sifri, still he's choosing to quote an unusual version rather than the common version. There must be a reason for that. So Rebbe explains as follows. He says there's a problem Rashi has with Rabbi Yehuda's interpretation, that they were into blood. And he leaves out the words, first of all, they were into blood before the giving of the Torah, which would imply that they stopped being into blood after the giving of the Torah, because if that's the case, you have a simple question. Why does it why does it only say strengthen yourself now 39 years later it mentioned already several times in the Torah not to eat blood and it didn't say over there strengthen yourself seemingly especially if the reason for saying strengthen yourself is because before the Torah was given they used to be into eating blood then it should have said strengthen yourself the first time when it's still closer to when they were into it so therefore Rashi says from the fact that here it says strengthen yourself Rabbi Yehuda says, you learned that they were into eating blood now also, because they, the only reason it would have said strengthen yourself now is if they were into eating blood now, not only they used to be into eating blood before the giving of the Torah and since had stopped, which means that it's not an argument about facts. That that uh, that uh, whether whether they were into eating whether uh, whether they you're disgusted you you desire blood by nature or it's something that a person is by nature doesn't desire because even if it's something that you don't desire and even if it's something you're disgusted by you could still be into eating blood because you think there's some benefit to it because you think it's healthy because you think it has some some properties <coughs> some power some some ability to give and therefore even if you're disgusted by it you could still be into eating it and from the fact that it says strengthen yourself not to eat it that proves to you that they were into it even if they were disgusted by it but i what about the fact that still it didn't say strengthen yourself the previous times when it talked about giving when it when it talked about eating blood and not only that, but they had already been told several times not to eat blood. How could it be that 39 years after the Torah is given, after they were first instructed not to eat blood, they're still eating blood? And even more so, this isn't even the people that used to be eating, into eating blood. This is their children. That generation had already all died out. And they'd already been instructed by God several times not to eat blood. To say that 39 years later they're still eating blood is very hard to imagine. That's why Rashi brings also the second interpretation. The but the interpretation of Ben Azai, that it doesn't have to do with them being into eating blood. The reason why it says strengthen yourself is to teach you that it have to, is if it has to say strengthen yourself, even by such an easy mitzvah, how much more so by harder mitzvahs you have to strengthen yourself. And Rashi explains that ain't Adam that a person doesn't desire blood because since it's it, since the reason, in other words, he's explaining why is it easy to avoid eating blood. 
not just because of the instruction, there had been multiple instructions, but because by nature, which obviously in the time that it's being said, also that nature applied, by nature people aren't, uh, don't desire blood. And furthermore, it's not as a result of it being, dis he doesn't say that the reason why it's easy to, to keep yourself from eating blood is because people are disgusted by it, because then it would be at greater conflict, although it would still fit, as we explained, but it would be at greater conflict with Rabbi Huda's opinion that they were actually into eating blood then. So therefore he just says people don't desire it, and even though, and therefore certainly it's easy to avoid, since you don't desire it, certainly it's easy to avoid doing it. It must be that when it says chazek, when it says strengthen yourself, it's in order to teach you that that if you have to strengthen yourself even in this easy mitzvah, how much more so in harder mitzvahs. What's wrong with that? Why does he still bring the first interpretation? What's wrong with that second interpretation? Because that interpretation doesn't fit so well with the simple reading of the text. The simple reading of the text is it's saying you're allowed to eat meat when you desire to eat meat. Rak chazek, but strengthen yourself and don't eat blood. If you're saying, like like Shimon ben Aze saying, that you don't actually want to eat blood, and it's just saying strengthen yourself to teach you how much you have to strengthen yourself for other mitzvot, for harder mitzvot, then it's that then it doesn't fit with the simple reading of the text, which implies that you actually desire to eat blood and you have to strengthen yourself about the blood itself. Which is why Rashi's not satisfied with just Benazi's opinion. He brings Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. Not only that, he brings it first because it fits better with the simple reading of the text that the people desired blood and they have to strengthen themselves not to eat, not to eat the blood. But because, as we asked, that doesn't seem to make sense. How could it be th or 39 years later? Why only then? And, and what, does it have to say strengthen yourself? So therefore he brought also the second interpretation that it's saying strengthen itself not because they were into eating blood, but rather to teach you about other mitzvot, to teach you how important it is to strengthen yourself to do a mitzvah. A student may still ask, okay, at the end of the day, what's the basis of this argument if both don't fit so well? What, one doesn't fit so well because how, how does it make sense to say they're into eating blood after all these years and the other doesn't fit so well because it doesn't fit in the text so easily? What makes, what, 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 what makes one say one and one say the other? So Rashi brings the names of who, who are the ones that said it. Rabbi Yehuda, where we, there's a Talmudic text that says, not, it quotes the verse, that you're not allowed to eat a, a dead animal. You should give it to the to the ger, to the convert, to the stranger in your in your gates, so that they could eat it. Or sell it to an anju. And Rameir interprets that you're allowed to give it or sell it both to a ger and to a nachri because the verse doesn't mean it literally. You read the verse as both are going on both. Rabbi Yehuda, on the other hand, says dvarim kiksavam. We, Rabbi Yehuda wants to read the verse in the most literal possible interpretation that makes sense. And therefore he says it means no, literally you have to specifically do this, give it to, to, the, to, to the ger or sell it to the nachri, not both. From this you see that Rabbi Yehuda holds that even when there's a hardship in interpreting the text a particular way, he'll look to interpret it as most as as, as literally as possible within the reading of this text itself, even if there's hardships with understanding it that way. Therefore, he he says, even though it's hard to imagine that the Jews are still into eating blood 40 years after the giving of the Torah, he'll still read it because that fits better in the literal reading of the text. Ben Azay, on the other hand, we find an opinion, we find in the Talmud that it says, the famous Mishnah in Avais, that 
that Rabbi, that Ben Azay says run to do a simple and easy mitzvah like a hard mitzvah because you don't know the proper reward the rewards of mitzvahs or because mitzvah gairer is mitzvah one mitzvah brings him another mitzvah and one avera one sin brings another sin in other words you find that Ben Azay emphasizes the need the importance of being careful even about an easy mitzvah and therefore he chooses to interpret this text as talking about how important it is to strengthen yourself even by an easy mitzvah and from there you'll learn how important it is to strengthen yourself by all other mitzvot as well to run to do a mitzvah because of the importance of even an easy mitzvah the Rebbe is not even satisfied with that and he goes on to find brilliantly other readings in the Talmud, we don't have time to get into them now, that actually show not just that Rabbi Yehuda says take the literal reading of the text and Rabbi Shimon ben says look, be excited about the doing even an easy mitzvah, but actually that you find in other readings in the Talmud where Rabbi Yehuda makes a statement also that has to do with the literal interpretation of the text and ben argues with him and ben makes a, 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 a statement about the importance of an easy mitzvah about looking at the text in general not looking so much at the specifics of this particular text that a text could relate to it to, to the broader picture and Rabbi Yehuda argues with him. What is the spiritual message in this Rashi? Says the Rebbe, what is the reason why we're supposed to avoid eating blood? So the verse says, Ki adamu because blood is the spirit. And the commentaries explain, why is blood the spirit more so than the meat of the animal that we are allowed to eat? Because when you eat meat, you're, you're chewing it, you're digesting it, it's changing more from the nature of the animal. Whereas when you drink blood, you're drinking it as it is, and therefore you're absorbing much more the nature, the animal nature, that's contained within the animal and that's therefore forbidden which means that what what that when somebody's immersed in drinking and eating blood that means that they're involved in the in the animal nature as it is in dealing with animal soul and dealing with with animal like behavior and that's the two interpretations of rashi first he says they were immersed in blood and therefore it has to say strengthen yourself that's saying that we that's dealing with a person who needs to change the nature that needs to deal with the natural animal characteristics and make sure to be careful to change from them that relates to Rabbi Yehuda. The word Yehuda comes the word bitl, odes Hashem. I will submit to God. In other words, somebody who still is on a lower state and has to subjugate that animal nature and transform it. Rabbi Shimon ben on the other hand, the Talmud tells us, says he, he wouldn't even go be involved in the natural order of the world because nafshi chashka batayra, his soul desired the Torah. He was extremely connected to running after, even doing a simple mitzvah, therefore he wasn't on this level of needing to deal with the animal nature and transforming it or staying away from it because he wasn't connected to the to the animal nature in the first place. Therefore, his explanation is that if even something you have that's easy to do, the hatayra the Torah had to strengthen yourself in warning you about it. The word warning, the zihiros or azhara, comes also from the word zayhar to illuminate, to light, to light up. 
Ben Aza is saying that even the simple mitzvah you have to, that's easy to fulfill, you can't just do it. You have to make sure to illuminate it. You have to make sure to fill it with a divine light, with an excitement of a spiritual illumination and a spiritual light, not just subjugating the negativity, but illuminating it with light. And if that's true even of the simple mitzvah, how much more so by other mitzvahs, by harder mitzvot, by things that you may eat, yes be connected to and need to avoid, that you definitely have to strengthen Strengthen yourself and elevate yourself by illuminating your soul and filling it with the divine light that's contained within the mitzvah.